0: What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of the tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, episode 222, two, two, here April 19th of 2021. How's it going? We're here live per youish, as we do here Monday nights. We're live on Facebook. We are recording digitally for. All your favorite podcast apps. What's up, Ryan Tanaka? Thank you for joining us. You're yeah,
1: super early today, actually.
0: i I'm, I'm super early, yes. Oh, Damon. What, what's up, Damon? All right. We have a couple of our regulars on watching live. It has been... <laughs> if you saw... It, what's up, Rwanda Morales? We have... We have I guess oh, people were waiting for the show to come on. Awesome. Uh, we have a couple of fun topics today uh, for the show. Maybe I should just jump right into. Uh, the, well, look. Let's talk about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we we got that trailer dropped on us this morning, and uh, if you saw my uh, my Facebook post uh, from my Facebook friends, it's like I I asked myself self, how are they gonna make Shang Chi cool? And uh, this trailer, this is how you make Shang Chi cool. It, uh, I, I was very impressed that was incredibly awesome I I, like that 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 really scratches that like Hong Kong martial arts film itch that like I've I've had since uh, I I did my my movie challenge when I watched a bunch of uh, Donnie Yen movies (laughs) one after another during the movie challenge that's what it really felt like it, it didn't Feel like a Marvel movie until you had the little Aquafina joke at the end. Hey, we make a good game! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that was like the little Marvel like signature right there. At yeah. The it end. Like it, like into the light like into the, 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 the moon. The lightheartedness. It, yeah. it 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 seems pretty awesome. And and yes, Ryan, see so you, you jumped on that too. It, it looks like yeah, uh, they, because they did kind of reset the Mandarin way back when. I guess I, I forgot. It was in the special features for either Thor, or the special features for the Winter Soldier. They, they, it was the last time they did one of those um, little uh, extra feature featurette where they where they had a bunch of side characters doing stuff. They they, they showed uh, Ben Kingsley getting uh, warned that he should not have been impersonating the Mandarin. So it looks like, yeah we got the, the the ten rings. The last time we saw that that ten ring symbol was uh, Iron Man one and Iron Man three. So well, it looks pretty. It looks like Shang-Chi's dad might—they might be making him the Mandarin. It looks like they're redoing the ten ring. I'll explain him. I showed Rosa the, so
1: the trailer cool.
0: this morning as well, uh, and I was like, "Oh, this looks really cool." And one of the things I noticed in the trailer was because like, the, the original comic comic villain of the Mandarin, you know, was a Chinese man with uh, ten rings—the ten rings of power. He had, he had a ring on each finger. I, I, it looks like they might be redoing it where there's like ten rings. Like uh, they showed a guy with with a bunch of rings on his arm. I don't know, if that's gonna be the ten rings of power. Where you know it looks like a couple of, uh, gauntlets, which uh, reminds me of that one character from you know, from Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah. You know, the, the, the the tailor who had all the all the, all the rings. Curtain, <laughs> rings. So curtain, curtain rings. Curtain rings. Yeah. Yeah. The curtain rings uh, uh, as as his, as his weapon of choice. Yeah. To protect oh, yeah. his his mighty arms. So that cool. So that was pretty awesome. I just like, and overall, like, I really love that like, they, they set the tone. How, kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. he, he's not the cool guy in the sports car. He was the guy, you know, he was the valet. And then, like, it's like, into me. Oh, like, his dad let him go live his life for 10, for 10 years. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, nope, time to come back. He, mm-hmm. he, he, he was raised as a, as a master of martial arts, able to. Fight off assassins, so it was like, Oh, I, I am so intrigued because uh, uh, honestly, um, I, I really don't know much about the card about the comic book character, I like the cartoon character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really don't know much. This is a uh, a little bit of uncharted territory for me, it, it's, it's kind of akin to mm-hmm. WandaVision for me, mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. I felt like I was in the same boat as everybody else. Where I'm like, I kind of don't know where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I had. I mean, in WandaVision I kind of had an idea I'm like alright if she, she has the kids they're going to accelerate growth or she's going to magically come up with kids but in this I, I am going in like everybody else I'm like I know very little <laughs> he, the, the, the Shang-Chi the Master Kung Fu was actually was much more popular in the 70s uh, than, than in like the 90s or the, the aughts when I did the, the majority of my comic book reading like he, he would pop up here and I, I, I clearly recall when I worked at Comic Galaxy he had like a yeah, they had a, a Master of Kung Fu four-issue miniseries, but that—that uh, that was the extent of him ever getting his own book. Right. At that point, I think he would pop in in a, like Heroes for Hire, along with like Luke Cage and Iron Fist. He was like, oh. he'd run in those circles. Yeah. But uh, other than that, he—he's not a character that, that it was very, used very often. I'm sure if I had Pete Molini, I'm sure he'd tell me about some other uses they've had. I'm, I'm sure they're going to use him in the next year in the comic book. So that's, mm-hmm. that's usually what they do. <laughs> they, they're like, oh, Nick Fury, <laughs> we're going to make him black because he was really cool. Was black. We made him black in the in the movies, which was funny because they did that in an alternate year. Oh, I'm sorry. Yikes. <laughs> I'll have to edit that out later. Um, uh that because it, ah, i'm twisting myself now in an alternate universe, in the ultimate universe this is a separate universe where marvel is trying to create uh, comic books that started in modern day rather than being set in the 70s they, they kind of like, they wanted to make a a, a reader friendly like oh a new reader friendly books all these ultimate spider-man ultimate x-men and then they have the ultimates which were the were the avengers but they just called them the ultimates and that's where uh they they asked uh, Nick Fury for they, they not asked Nick Fury they asked um, my Samuel Jackson is it okay if we use your likeness for for this Nick Fury character in this comic book and then Samuel Jackson being the cool dude is like sure fuck yeah go ahead yeah best decision Samuel Jackson ever made oh, because sure. fast forward years later because that Ultimates book happened like in like two thousand one or 2002.
1: Oh. oh yeah wow. and you
0: know fast forward six years later like wow. when Iron Man comes out and it's like oh. Yeah, do you want to come and do a cameo as the character we've used in this comic
1: book? That's so awesome!
0: And then it's funny because because I was in an alternate universe. Uh-huh. They kind of like fudged it in the reggae universe. So like, oh, White Nick Fury's dead. Here's his son, Mick Fury Jr., who happens to look like Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just kind of make everything parallel with the movies because obviously huh, everything took off after that Iron Man movie. <laughs> right. Oh. Happen to, to make a lot of money and happen to be a good movie and start off this whole I'd like to speak to you about the Avengers initiative. RDJ was not Iron Man. Oh, like
1: that it, it, it wouldn't have been
0: so If, awesome? if it if it, had, if it had been um Who was it supposed to be? Uh, I think one of the other options was because John Favreau directed it is oh, it could have been Spawn. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, hell. I think no. that that was
0: one of the alternate universe. I, I remember me and Pete used to have these kind of conversations where it's like, oh, if. Uh, if nothing against been, Vince Vaughn. Nothing against Vince Vaughn. He's cannot, not real life Tony Stark. He is not. <laughs> RDJ, like, because yeah, that, that was the funny thing. Like, Marvel didn't want because R- at that point, RDJ, you know, he he was still kind of rehabbing his career after you know, that cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, you know? a bad yeah, boy. He, he was he was doing movies of Shane black and yeah. that, that, that was the most he could get out of do a kiss kiss bang bang and right.
1: uh,
0: like all these all these a bunch of these weird movies I watched many years ago right. when, when I was on a huge RDJ kick yeah, it's like yeah. the, a guide to learning your saints and this other weird movie called hair he did a bunch of these weird movies when he was like, like you know down and out yeah, yeah. like Marvel had to pay for insurance on RDJ yeah oh. Just in case, if he kind of went off the reservation, and like, oh, oh man. cocaine's amazing. I miss cocaine. Oh, no. Like, they had, they had to keep an insurance retainer on him right. on that. And then, you know, <laughs> fast forward, you know, 13 years later, oh, he, he became a giant movie star again, and yeah. does a lot of stuff. And right.
1: Although, primarily,
0: he primarily just did all that Marvel stuff. He did a, bu- a few things here and there, and we're the judge and the soloist. He did a bunch of art house kind of, like, movies. Right. So he can show everybody. I'm still an actor. I'm not just Tony Stark now.
1: But <laughs> Although, now he's, he's just that. Tony Stark. Yeah.
0: I feel like he hasn't... Well, obviously, the pandemic happened, but, like, right. I feel like he hasn't really done anything since Endgame after the death of Tony Stark. He doesn't
1: need
0: to, honestly. He'd, I mean... He made so much money because he was like he. I guess he was one of the smart people. Like he didn't, like he asked for like points on the back end. He's like, oh, give me you know, uh, like point .1% of the freaking uh, of the of the gross, whichever, not the, or the net, whichever, whichever is a like I, I'm bad with my financial terms. Whichever is the one that's the actual money that was made, gross okay. or net, whichever. He asked, yes, like for like point one percent, which like okay when you talk about like movies that make a billion dollars.
1: Right.
0: he's walking off with like oh like, there's I'm a good. paycheck for $75 million it was some ridiculous thing that he, he, uh, he, 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 he nor his children nor his children's children will be want for money <laughs> as long as he doesn't like find drugs again <laughs> his current wife apparently is like, who's his producing partner yeah. she's, a, she's a movie nice. person so I'm sure they're going to keep everything straight but yeah, no, in an alternate universe, yeah. If RDJ had not been Iron Man, things would have been. I don't think this would have taken off. I, I really, I really. It, it was kind of the, the, the right people at the right time. Johnny Favs, who, who now, he, he, he's in charge of the Mandalorian. You know? Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. He's in
0: charge of a bunch of Disney stuff now. He's proven. <laughs> he, he, did, he did his Marvel movies and he did his, uh, his Disney live action movies. He did the Jungle Book. I, I forget. I think he did another one. Uh, another one of those uh, live-action films, uh, turn an old, <laughs> turn an old animated feature into a, a live-action movie. I don't know if he did the Lion King. I'm not sure if he. I, mean, I know for sure he did the Jungle Book. And then, no, he couldn't have done The Lion King. He's been working on the Mandalorian for the last couple of years. What am I saying? But yes, Shang Chi, an awesome, a- and of course, Asian representation, freaking awesome. Like, <laughs> I do not know the, the the main character of. He's from a show that It's been recommended to me Many times Called Kim's Convenience I don't know which Streaming platform it's on But it, 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 Apparently it's a very Funny Canadian show it's, oh. a, it's about a You know It's a Korean Convenience store
1: oh, okay. <laughs>
0: Apparently it's The main, it's the
1: main
0: character? The, the, that main guy The oh. Shang-Chi Apparently yeah. is from King, Kim's Convenience so Oh
1: wow
0: then, And also I don't know if you remember Like when we were Watching Mandalorian but Apparently a few other Characters from, oh, actors from Kim Kim's Convenience Have been showing up In Mandalorian I guess the The, the that uh, that uh, a, Republic pilot who's like who's like oh I just came yeah. to do a report yeah right. and apparently that guy's from Kim's Convenience oh. as well I've been I've been told. But Kim's Convenience a
1: comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. I oh. guess it's like
0: it's a like a Canadian like kind of oh. office esque you know right. like oh it's a it's a funny show. Right. It's, yeah. It's a situation situation comedy a sitcom yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Apparently. Wait. That's wor-
1: Wait. Is that what sitcom means? You, sitcom.
0: Literally a situation comedy. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I shit you not.
1: Oh
0: my god! (laughs) You you were not aware of that. That's just a.
1: I have. You had no idea. That's you just thought it was a funny word for a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sitcom, situation
0: comedy. I know. I thought it was like sitcom, like sit
1: down. You sit
0: down and laugh at the comedy. (laughs) Sit comedy. (laughs) This is what Marty and Sarah call P one moment. (laughs) This is a P one moment. P one. What does P one stand for? It's it's a phenomenal one. AJ Styles. P one. That's why he wears P one. (laughs) And <laughs> Damon says Rosa was today years old When she learned sitcom Situation comedy <laughs> You know Rom-com Romantic comedy I know is. I know what rom-com is But I never knew
1: sitcom <laughs> Sitcom I was today years old
0: <laughs> I was today years old When I learned That <laughs> sitcom Is short for situation comedy the Office is a situation comedy. <laughs> I Love Lucy was a situation comedy. This moment. You got is, some explaining to do. This moment is a situation comedy. <laughs> this moment is a... My podcast is a situation comedy. It is. Especially back when we used to have a cast of like three or four. We were definitely a situation comedy back in the early days of the show.
1: <laughs>
0: you Mean Tiger. That's a situation comedy. <laughs> yes. like, Let's do the the tiger update right now. Well, well, well now that it popped out of my mouth. This young man, he's become a young man now. Oh, yeah. He is.
1: He's growing faster
0: than fast. He has grown so fast. He is growing beyond our control. He is a. Adorably defiant. <laughs> it's so cute. it's like I, I feel like a part of me is like encouraging it because it's so adorable but then I'm like no, I should be encouraging this baby We were like no, don't do that but he, he, he got to go into, into the pool for the first time yesterday and uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was pretty hilarious. He, he did we, we, we bought this awesome thing off of Amazon. It's like you know a little floaty thing it's like it looks like a boat. <laughs> it looks like a little boat it has a little shade. And every time we try to put him into it, no. it was wow. Ah, ah. Yeah, he, no. he he's very expressive of what he doesn't want now. He's he's very um he uses his toddler strength, which he has a considerable amount. He is incredibly strong for a fifteen month old. I, I I I I I know I don't know too many fifteen month olds, but yeah. I, I, I I recall Sam's son, uh, Jojo. I don't recall him being that strong. <laughs> But I, I used to carry him I used to Superman him around. He was a, he was pretty light, Jojo, in comparison to Ty. I remember when when Jojo was like one, I would I like very get him
1: up here.
0: Yeah, I know. Like my, my back is like constantly hurting yeah. lately because carrying this gargantuan man of a boy.
1: <laughs> man of a baby.
0: But yeah, so he, he did not want to get into his little uh, thing. But what he did enjoy, Rosa sat with him at the the pool steps, and he had his you know legs in the water. So I started, you know, pushing water around. I thought I was freaking uh, uh, I was a waterbender from Avatar.
1: <laughs> and he thought
0: it was the funniest thing he had ever seen. So I was just like, psh, psh, psh. naturally my arms were like completely sore. But it was totally worth it because he was laughing so hard. And then, we, the best. And then we, we traded off and then Rosa was doing her little like, underwater ballerina. <laughs> And he thought that was pretty funny because, was like, she's like, "bloop," go under, and then "plaa," okay. like, and he was splashing around. So that that that's a, that's your uh, that's your tiger update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, he he's being very defiant. He he does not want to take his baths. I mean, I don't oh, I, oh, that I, that's a question I have for you. Mm. Since you gave him his baths, because I got out of work uh, relatively late, mm-hmm. um, did he try to splash in the tub today? No. Because that was my big concern. Because no. like, when we showed him me splashing around in the pool, yeah. like yeah. I thought, oh my god! Next time we put him in the tub, he's gonna freaking blast me in the face with water. No, no, he, he, he tried today. He didn't try today. He was too tired. Yeah. He hey Daniel, do. you made it, Daniel. He
1: was just too
0: tired. You <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he's exhausted. He he. Mm-hmm. He's he he his his one trucks. He
1: gives trucks a bath. He, he loves wheels. It. He loves
0: his little truck. His little mm-hmm. trucks. He, yeah. he gives trucks a bath. Oh. <laughs> But you know, I I was definitely uh, as as I was you know water bending for him in the pool. I was like immediately realized, oh my god, he's gonna totally like splash me in the face next time I give him a bath. Oh yeah, he'll do it to you. He'll do yes, it to me. Yes. See, you, yes. Yeah, <laughs> no. Like we start, we start to notice <laughs> Not his little personality. It, like you know. like like he like he's more you know reserved around you. Mm-hmm. But he's more of a scamp around me.
1: Yes. I know he is. He
0: slapped me in the face twice yesterday on purpose. He
1: punches you in the throat.
0: He punches me in the throat?
1: No. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: when he wants to get away from me, he just throws his arm out of my throat I'm like,
1: oh!
0: Yeah. Like, You're going down that line. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go and walk? Fine, walk. <laughs> just do that with me. He's strong. <laughs> he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. No, it was, It was, I forgot what yeah, it was, this, was it this morning or last night? I was washing his face and he was like, bah! He went like that to my face twice. I was telling you, he was like, pop. I was like, because he looked, It wasn't just like, eh, eh. He like looked at me and he was like, oh my goodness. And I was like, yeah, my son is smacking me. My son is smacking me around. It's 15, 15 months. I wasn't expecting this until like 15 years old. He's smacking me around. Good God.
1: What the heck?
0: Oh, boy. And we we're, were growing... Yeah, uh, uh, Monica Moreno is here. Yes, Daniel, she likes to check in on the Combi stylings of the Dre podcast. Yeah, Daniel, you, you missed out on all the Shang-Chi talk earlier. You missed out. Sorry, buddy. I'm sure you can always jump in the DeLorean and go check it out on demand later.
1: The <laughs> DeLorean.
0: The DeLorean, you know, you drive 88 miles per hour. <laughs> Monica tells Daniel to shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thirty seconds behind for all of you guys as far as the comments go. Do you they know each other? Yeah, see? we all went to high school. Oh. oh, the majority of the people here who watch this show are, are my high school mates. Oh. I've either worked; it's either people I went to high school with or people who i whom I've worked with. Ah. That's usually that's that's my live demographic, mm-hmm. live, live live demographic.
1: Nice.
0: Oh, Daniel's not taking the Delorean; he's gonna take his hot tub time machine.
1: Oh, even better.
0: So, if you caught the video I threw up earlier today, I, I, I was uh, I was gifted a, a podcast topic this morning. I have to thank Sony uh, Computer Entertainment America for, for or I, I'm sure it's probably the, all of Sony, for gifting me a topic. Here you go, Dre.
1: Because
0: I've been talking about the last couple weeks how Sony was going to shut down the digital stores for PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PSP, PlayStation Portable. And... Uh, Lo and behold, oh, okay. this morning you know, I, I get to work. I get to my desk, and then the, one of the first things I do, I, I immediately check. You know, video game news. I, I work in video games, so I, I like I try to stay on top of you know gaming news. I go to uh, several different websites for this, and I, I click on, 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 on the notorious Kotaku. Kotaku is not as good as it used to be in the past. Uh, many of my friends are like, oh, you don't use Kotaku as a source. Huh. I still check them. I I don't check them for their opinion columns. Say that those can wildly vary. But I saw today Sony reversed course. To they they reversed course on getting rid. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no. Uh-oh. Comment section is getting wild today. Oh boy. Because nice. <laughs> they were talking about like, uh, Ty smacking me around. Oh. What do you tell a guy with a black eye? Something you say. I, I'm sure it was something. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you already told them twice. <laughs> I'm sure something along those lines. That's how the joke goes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna be the one black guys after Ty's done with me. Jeez, smack my glasses into my eye on mm-hmm. one time. So Sony reverse course, and they're they're like, we are not getting rid of the PS3 or the PlayStation Vita stores. You're gonna get rid of the PlayStation portable content. That's fine. That's just from 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. I'm like, my my memory's bad. I I need to do a... (laughs) I I need to put all my stories on YouTube. (laughs) I'm like, like, I have to put together the story of the PlayStation. Yeah, Dre got this. (laughs) Something you should have told him. Something you already told him twice. Uh... My brain doesn't work at the time. I'm sorry. The PlayStation Vita. PlayStation Vita store. Yeah. So the PSP, that's going to go away. That came out in 2005. Oh, I I, I know. Okay. Uh, no, it's I, I I knew the answer to the joke because I've been oh. taught well. <laughs> so they're killing the PSP, but they're they're keeping the PS Vita. They're keeping the PS3 stores open i think somebody at sony rail who, whoever's harebrained idea was hey let's get rid of these digital stores because uh we don't want people spending their digital money on us it's like all these companies have been obsessed of trying to take money from people without having to give them anything physical and they were about to get rid of that which was kind of a positive for our job
1: yeah right. because
0: at for the the, the day after the day after they announced uh ps vita store was going away our PS Vita sales at work went up freaking like Crazy. a thousand percent, and totally. went from like I'm pulling a dozen Vita games to I'm pulling hundred and forty. Like, what is yeah. happening? Mm-hmm. It's like even even today there was still a lot of Vita, but I feel like it, like I, I immediately sent this to, to Bob. Probably to
1: those who made the orders, but like okay, they have like that, to Well, news no,
0: because it got it got announced this morning, right? It, it got announced like literally, right. like yeah, like maybe 15 minutes after we got to work, I was just like, like, what? i like, I gotta make a video right now. I gotta, I, I messaged uh, Bob. I'm like, Bob, Bob, look what happened. And so, and like, like I mentioned earlier that I was very, uh, on the video I did earlier today, I was very shocked because I'm like, hey, well, it used to be these companies would make these type of decisions and not care about any backlash from the mm-hmm. fans. They, they they're very much like nope, this is our decision. This is final. So it was right. like two three months ago. It is, what it, is. it is what it is. Deal with it. But now it's like no, Sony's like oh no, we screwed up. Okay, we better. It's like it's like they're literally throwing away money. And then from what I was reading, because uh, there's still people making digital games for the P- PlayStation Vita. The the cartridges are no longer being manufactured. Mm-hmm but there's still digital games being made and there's companies there was uh development house like wait you're you're taking away our opportunity to sell our stuff we were mm-hmm. making games
1: right
0: digitally still for the vita and you uh, you're hurting us and then, yeah. like, there's still a bunch of and then there's still a lot of people Production. who buy yeah. ps3 digital right. games as well like, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, my brother was, was bought some games over the weekend, and he's like, "Dang it, I didn't have to." <laughs> wow. so, so your brother said, uh, your brother uh, on Instagram, he, he said, oh, they just did it as a marketing ploy.' That's
1: good.
0: yeah. But uh, maybe, but like, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't put that out of the possibility. But I, 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 think they legitimately wanted people to stop buying old stuff. I th- I think, in their warped corporate brain. Yeah. They wanted people to buy new stuff. Like, oh, we don't. They didn't want people going in back and spending ten dollars or fifteen dollars. They wanted people to spend sixty dollars well, on something current.
1: Your nerd consulting comes in, or as you were saying, these corporate heads don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they, I don't know. They don't see
0: they don't it, know. but you know, you know what's going on. Yeah, Ryan asks a good question. Uh, Ryan asks. I've always wondered how companies like. Like yours, like the company that we work for, uh, decide how much of each title to buy. See, my boss, uh, see, oh, I, I, I there's, 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 so much, there's only so much I can say, but my boss, he tries to make sure he buys every copy that's available, so he controls the market. <laughs> that's that's um, uh, I that. That might have been a little too much. All of it. <laughs>
1: I think you
0: just told them everything. During.
1: Did I
0: just say everything? You kind of summed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I summed up in one sentence. Yeah,
1: you're like, I don't want to say it, but
0: no, but I that I mean that's more for stuff that's already existed oh, and I stuff know. like that's for like older stuff. Like yeah. when there's newer stuff, uh, new stuff yeah. like, so like for exactly. like, for example, a game that just recently came out, <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, my boss did not want to buy that game. <laughs> Even though it, like, it sold, like, five million copies in the first oh. week, my boss, like, I guess, because my boss got burned on the last Monster Hunter game that came out for the Switch. He's like, yeah, I was talking to him, like, dude, are we, are you going to buy, like, you know, a couple of thousand? He's like, hell no, I'm not I buying. Oh, no, no, you don't, Ryan, you, don't worry about your comment. No, <laughs> don't worry. It's like, it's half tongue in cheek. <laughs> Um, so, like, with, like, Monster Hunter, like, I was talking to boss, oh, dude, you should probably carry this. This is, like, you know, Monster Hunter's a big effing deal. It's like, oh, I know Monster Hunter's a big effing deal, but it's Switch. And he, he got burnt because, like, uh, the, the last one that came out on Switch was kind of, like, uh, it was, like, a, a port of another older Monster Hunter game. And, like, because, like, he bought Heavy on that one, and it took, apparently, it took him a couple of years to get rid of all those.
1: Right.
0: And so he was, like, oh, no, I'm only I'm going to buy, like, four or 500. Yeah, we just sold the last ones <laughs> today. And he's like, oh, I guess I should bring more in. I was like, I told you, like I, I don't have a lot of input in what goes on and that kind of stuff. But he, uh, the boss will ask me, like, like I said, because I, I keep, I try to keep my finger on the pulse a little more than most everyone else at work. There's a couple of uh a uh, couple of dudes who like, are super nerdy, but they're not there every day. So <laughs> they, yeah, it's, I, I think they were the little. Uh, secretary slash cons- cons- uh, areas before I existed. Oh, yeah? I, I think Bob would always ask
1: uh,
0: uh-huh. uh, the, 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 two, the two brothers uh, all about stuff.
1: Uh-huh. But,
0: I don't know, like, one doesn't really play. One watches the other play. They don't really play. Oh, and they okay. just buy everything, so. Okay. I don't know, I, I think I, I try to pay attention to a lot more things. I'm always sending them, I'm all, like I said, I... I Trying to do research when I have like I haven't really been able to do as much research as I used to. I used to just sit there and just pour th- over freaking different uh, news sites and try to like see, see see things that would be useful to our company. But yeah, but uh, as far as far as your question goes, yeah, uh, uh, my boss is more interested in like yeah, cleaning people out, <laughs> like yeah, one one way or another. You, like he, he tries to get his hands on every copy that exists. That way. I am the only one who can sell it to you. <laughs> he's like he's like the, the like the he's like a supervillain within the within video games. <laughs> a lot of people don't like my bosses. <laughs> I like my bosses; they're pretty cool. <laughs> but I guess a lot of collectors and a lot of um, yeah, a lot of collectors don't like the company I work for. Like I, it's by the. Uh, uh, somebody reached reached out to me for like confidential information I'm like that's information I don't have <laughs> I'm like sorry <laughs> I am not like they were asking about something from like 2006 and I was like <laughs> Monopoly man with the top hat yes <laughs> a gentleman was messaging me and he was like oh we found you on LinkedIn Ryan that is the best description. That that Ryan, that's literally the description I always give when it comes to like how do how do I describe my job? Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse of games. It it it, it literally is. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the best way to describe it. It just like it's easy to get lost. It's like what's in this box over here? I don't know. <laughs> that the we have a computer system, but. When you have a bunch of rubes moving stuff around uh, I had that thing organized in 2019 <laughs> it was summer of 2019 I had that organized but my only job was organizing that entire warehouse now I have a lot more other hats that I have to wear I have to make the social media posts I have to manage the wholesale I have to invoice I have to send out the invoices to get us paid for a bunch of stuff so I I don't have time to get on my forklift and move pallets around like I used to. It was so much fun though. It was like a giant game of Tetris for me. I love puzzle games. That warehouse is my puzzle. Now it's just a giant broken puzzle that I can't fix. I, I I send the guy who doesn't I have to send the guy who doesn't speak English to to go move stuff around. I'm like, oh please don't fuck it up, Jose. Don't fuck it up more than it already is. I want to jump on the forklift and fix it. I'm a control freak, but yeah, it's a uh, to get back to yeah the so it's funny because we thought oh, okay cool because we have thousands of Vita games so, like my boss like, oh yeah so circle back yeah my boss like he bet bit, he bet heavy on Vita he was like all right cool you know like he he thought oh after Vita's end of life like like he would be the only one that would have Vita games and he was right. <laughs> Uh, no other major like, we were like oh, no other major distributor really has any Vita games so I, I have a lot of these wholesale customers coming to me like what you have all this I'm like yeah how many do you have I'm like I'm not telling you <laughs> go to my website it just says 100 plus and there's way more than 100 <laughs> so all these, uh, all these I have all these wholesale customers like how do you have all this Vita stuff and I'm like magic <laughs> I don't know My boss bought it when no one else wanted it. (laughs) He went to Konami and said, Hey, I'll buy all your Vita crap (laughs) that you don't want anymore. And they're like, Okay. Hey, Ubisoft, I'll buy all your Vita stuff. Okay. Hey, Warner Brothers, I'll buy all your Vita stuff. Sure. (laughs) You rube. You're going to buy this dud system? Okay. (laughs) We ripped off that Bob guy. (laughs) What? Everybody wants it now? Damn it! <laughs> we sold it all to Bob <laughs> and Then Monopoly Hat. <laughs> Who's the fool now? The warehouse full of video games. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, my, my boss controls various aspects of the video game world. That that that, that is his goal. <laughs> and he, he succeeds at it many in many ways. It, uh, as I've said before, I, I have learned more about the video game industry in two and a half years working at this place than I did in seven years at Nintendo. And Nintendo, uh, like my, my old friend Matt, he would say, uh, well, they, they treat us like mushrooms, they keep us in the dark, and they feed us shit. That, that is the, the most apt description of back when I was a Nintendo representative. It was just like, oh, hey, when is the new DS coming out? I am not allowed to comment on rumors and speculation because, honestly, they haven't told me anything because we cannot be trusted. <laughs> and no, Nintendo reps could not be trusted. <laughs> we were a bunch of... They, oh, well, I don't know. I, wasn't, I was never a, a, a leak. I never leaked anything. They, they, they tested me once. Uh, my, my, my boss deliberately gave me some, like, fake information. And I was like, ooh, that's cool that'll be nice when that happens alright awesome and then uh, two three months later it was just like oh good I'm glad you weren't the leak I'm like you were testing for leaks <laughs> yeah we uh we were we, we, I, 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 the information I gave you that was totally fake we wanted to see where it popped up or who would say something we found I guess they found someone on the east coast who was uh, dropping information off to certain websites I was like Oh, that was a trip. And I told my boss, "Yeah, I leak information to Kotaku, but not Nintendo information." <laughs> I used to feed Kotaku anything I'd find out about Xbox or Sony. <laughs> if I found out stuff while I was Nintendo repping, I'd turn it into Nintendo, but I'd also turn it into Kotaku. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not, am not telling on my freaking uh, on my paycheck. Hell, nah." I used to email Brian Crescente directly, that the editor in chief of Kotaku, like, "Yo, I'm a Nintendo rep. I won't give you Nintendo rep information, but here's everything I found about the PS3 launch from my GameStop source. Here you go. <laughs> it was fun. It's kind of like a spy." They they actually at Nintendo there actually was like a they, they were giving out a, a they gave out a spy award one year and we were and all the Super Nintendo reps were freaking desperate to freaking win it it was like wow. it was like best spy and then like the following year some like white lady in freaking Iowa fucking won it and I just wanted to flip my table <laughs> it's whatever I think of that stuff like this is why I wanted to quit Nintendo because like I was like oh I want to do this cool stuff I'm like, I do cool stuff. White lady in Iowa wins the award my This is a better spy than me apparently <laughs> I Was out trying to beat Jack Bauer you <laughs> know I Got scooped by old white ladies <laughs> Although I think it was more it, it, it was a, so much, There was a There there's so much politics back in Nintendo man. Oh That's a whole separate show <laughs> There's a whole bunch of videos like I want. I'm gonna make short YouTube videos of just like me, like every frustration I had at Nintendo and every frustration I had at GameStop. I just want to make short videos and see if I get popular like that Camelot guy <laughs> who like went from like ten viewers to like a million viewers because he was just dishing on GameStop. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna like, talk about what what my what my boss made me do during the PSP launch. That that was that's a fun story. I'm gonna put that on YouTube one of these days. <laughs> sit down and tell that story and my store was number two out of like 2,000 selling PSPs in dinky little Rosemead, California. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything wrong but apparently in, in GameStop's eyes I was. You're selling too much stuff. Like, Beg your pardon? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm gonna make that video and post it up on YouTube and Instagram one of these weeks coming up, i got to sit down in front of the camera and just, like, put it all... Through. i I got to take mental notes of all this stuff, because my brain is, is falling apart. All these stories are are going away. <laughs> i gotta, I got to record them all so I can you know, reference them back. Like, my Facebook memories keep reminding me of stuff that I forgot. <laughs> when I used to post a lot about the Nintendo bullshit. <laughs> I wish there was social media back when I was at GameStop, the, the, the first two times. I would have had like, so many more stories. <laughs> I have to wait for some weird sense memory of me, like, touching a game. I have to, like, I have to go through, like, PS2, GameCube, and Xbox games to try to, like, trigger old memories. <laughs> like, 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 like no, like, today, was, uh, I, I guess we had gotten in some other old PS2 games, and there was this Leisure Suit Larry, Magna Come Loud. Yeah, Baby Brain. Yeah, it's, yeah, Daddy Brain, Baby Brain. I, like, my brain's not optimal right now. And so, like, oh, this is you Suit, Larry*. Magna, come loud! And I played this game back on the original Xbox. Ha ha ha! And I was remembering a bunch of GameStop stuff. And so, like, I was singing the song, and then, like, like completely separate. When my wife and I went to lunch today, she was singing the song I was singing earlier. Like, we were not in the same we were not in the same realm of the warehouse. Like, she was in the middle of the warehouse, and I was like uh, in the front of the warehouse. And she's singing a song. It's from from Two Life Crew.
1: Sure, go shake it, ah
0: uh, ah, uh, don't break it. And I was like, oh, ha, huh. I was singing that song earlier. But that was because of a video game that had it. <laughs> totally weird coincidence. I was just shaking a salad. She was just shaking a salad. She was shaking her salad. Shake it, uh-uh. <laughs> well, I was singing it because of a this M-rated, like, dumb, trashy game. <laughs> that I could remember, oh, yeah, it had a couple of, like, you know, the trashy songs, like, from Two Life That For all of us who are in our in our 40s can remember that far back. Uh, so, some speaking of digital stuff. Uh, something else I, I didn't talk about last week. I, I forgot to talk about last week. Uh, so the E three, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, they announced uh, the week before they're going to go all digital. It's going to be free for anyone to watch. This is you know completely the opposite of what E three has been in the past, where it was supposed to be industry only. And so they they confirmed like, oh yeah, we're going to let. We're gonna let everybody watch it. They're gonna they're gonna partner up. You can watch it on Twitch. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it whatever on, on the E3 official site. I guess they're gonna compile all the all the whatever digital presentations that the partner company. So so naturally, uh, like all all the ones who you don't expect to show up, like the, your Activisions and your Ubisofts or. You know, or, I don't know, Activision, EA, and the people who've kind of left E3 the last few years are not going to be there. But Nintendo is going to be there, apparently. Uh, Microsoft is going to announce some Xbox stuff. And then some of, some of the others... I, I didn't write down all the bad podcaster. I didn't write down all the companies that were going to be there. But it, it was very fascinating. And now it's going to be uh, a free-for-all. And then the, as people were concerned, that it was going to be behind like a paywall. They're like, oh, you have to pay to watch all this stuff for... E3 but you know in, in the for the last few years you know everyone's been doing their, their digital press conferences and you can just watch them on the internet so I think uh, that the Entertainment Software Alliance the people behind the Electronic Entertainment Expo uh, they're like alright we're going to do a free you know it's going to be free you can just jump online they're going to get whatever presentations from all the companies and <laughs> having fun over there? <laughs> Parent Life <laughs> find a random toy while you try to sit down and enjoy your your snack so i i, I don't know i mean obviously like right, that's cool you know all the stuff that was normally online now they're gonna i'm sure they're gonna do a bunch of interviews it's just gonna i don't know it, it's interesting to me it's something I've, I've always been like e3 was always a big holiday for me as, as, a, as a nerd gamer going all the way back to you know like the, the first couple of ones were like 97 98 or like reading about Ember. i was working at um at game stuff, in Monterey Park, and uh, I remember a guy came back from E three. He had a he had his, like big old uh, camcorder, <laughs> and then he he hooked it up to the to the TV at Game stuff, and we we're sitting there we we're watching it. This is you know pre you know internet coverage. I mean, yeah. I mean the internet was still like freaking in you know, its primordial ooze. You know, it was like AOL online. <laughs> so the the guy you said
1: camcorder
0: camcorder yeah the camcorder. Yes, in like 1996 or 1997. Uh, he, he, He recorded a bunch of stuff, brought it back, we plugged in the cables and we watched it back and just like marveling at this, like, whoa, what is this? This is insane. I mean, I were being obsessed. I want to go there. And it wasn't until, like, 2001 that was the first time I actually got to go. And, like, my brain, like, exploded. Like, oh, cool, check it out. PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox. Whoa. This is amazing. So it's all, like, a one-day
1: thing? Or... It was,
0: like, three days. It used to be, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know,
1: like, what are they going to do this
0: time? What are going to do? I have no idea what they're going to do this time. I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be across several days like it normally was, because uh, not everyone's going to do their press conference at the exact same time. Everyone's yeah. going to do their thing. Yeah. I'm sure Nintendo's going to do their, because I feel like they were like the first ones to like say, oh, fuck doing a live press conference. We're mm-hmm. just going to pre-record a video and put it online at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 9 a.m. on Tuesday and let everybody just watch it on the internet.
1: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I, I think that somebody, I mean. So was,
1: people want to pay for it?
0: No, no, this is all going to be free. I mean, it's just going to be on YouTube. It's going to, yeah, like, uh, the ESA, they're, te- they're teaming up with a bunch of media companies to kind of, like, because I'm sure they don't have the infrastructure to kind of create a bunch of stuff. You know? They can't go to, th- to this other guy who was, like, uh, the big media guy, this big nerd media guy, Jeff Keeley. He was the big nerd media guy. He has a whole co- uh, company for this. Uh-huh. But, like, they-, they split ways last year after, like, oh. there was no E3. So, all right, cool, I'll just set up my own online thing though, that they had to go through some other, like, online media to put all this stuff out. Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's going to be interesting. It's just going to be all just, you just throw it up online. I don't know how much is going to be live or how much of it's just going to be, like, just pre-recorded interviews. Yeah, yeah. And it's not necessarily all the companies. I mean, I forget, I have a computer right here. I can just look it up because that makes for really great podcasting.
1: Because
0: uh. <laughs> I have to tap dance now while I'm tapping away. Yeah, because really. the old days, it was just, you know, you'd go there and see stuff. But now, like, you can't... I, I think they're also coordinating with a bunch of video companies. I think people are going to drop demos that you, you that are going to come out that day. Like, oh, it's like... Because that's what's happened before with Nintendo, they would do that. Like, all right, cool. I it was like E3 like, a few years ago. Like, oh, Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite's coming to Nintendo Switch, and it's available. Download now. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the Nintendo eShop, oh, it's bloop. Hey, Fortnite's here. You can download it for free. hmm Let's see here. Oh, okay. Let's get you all the participants. Here we go. So, apparently, so Ubisoft is going to be there. So, okay, cool. They're going to do their presentation on June 12th. There's going to be a PC game show. So, people who are not scheduled, so Xbox and Nintendo, they're going to show stuff, but they haven't said. So, (laughs) PlayStation is not going to be there, and Electronic Arts is not going to be there. Oh, this is not a useful list. I saw a better list somewhere else. Again, live podcasting Maybe I, can
1: find
0: it. Maybe I can find a better list here. Maybe if I just go directly to the Ethan website.
1: Cool. Other things um, on on the tube. Um, how about what oh, we just watched?
0: Oh, I totally forgot to write that down. Oh well, my God. It was both things we just watched. Oh, so, uh, this past weekend, we finally got to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't know if, uh, if you guys have had a chance to watch this already. Oh, I mean, it's funny, I had a long discussion with my with my office mate, Richard. Apparently, even though he's like half my age, he also shares a love of kaijus. <laughs> it's like, oh, we we're, were discussing it. He's like, oh, Godzilla movies are... I've i always felt like the Godzilla thing was like you know uh, my age kind of thing because you, know, you know growing up you know it, they you know back when they used to show movies on you know channel 13 and channel 11 and channel 9 you know it's like channel 13 would always show Godzilla movies like randomly on weekends mm-hmm. on holidays they would do a freaking Godzilla movie marathon mm-hmm. and you get to see all the really weird ones they didn't show like Godzilla Junior. Apparently, he had a kid mm-hmm. who was like normal human sized and was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, but uh, it, it, so I always felt like, oh, the the, the target demographic for all this Godzilla stuff is like, oh, you have to be right. over thirty, like thirty five and older, who mm-hmm. who grew up watching a lot of this Godzilla stuff on free TV. Right. They're like. Or when the, the, the 1980s freaking Godzilla remake came out with, uh, like, the, the, the weird remake. I
1: feel
0: like Godzilla comes back every, like, five years, though. Uh, yeah, because there was, you know, Ferris Bueller saves New York from Godzilla. There was that Godzilla that came out in, like, 2000. It was, like, really bad where they made him look like a gecko. <laughs> that almost killed the franchise. And then they went back to, like, Toho, the, the people who have the intellectual property like no Americans cannot do this anymore Yeah. <laughs> after the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie they're like nope and they released a bunch of Godzilla movies in Japan to kind of just like let's wash that away let's put another guy back in the guy in the rubber suit and yeah. you know they made a bunch of modern ones with like right. special you know mid two thousand special effects yeah. but then it wasn't until you know Warner Brothers and Legendary they, they, did, the, they did Godzilla like I want to say like six years ago or they did this Godzilla movie where like it was cool it was very interesting you didn't get to see Godzilla until like the very end it was so funny like for like the first like three quarters of the movie you only saw Godzilla like on TV screens right, yeah or like you'd see his foot come by or right. whatever it was just like it was slightly annoying but I guess they were trying to build it was like the I, the director said they were trying to make it like Jaws because like in Jaws yeah. you didn't see the shark until like the end of the movie it's right, yeah. so like oh you don't see the freaking no. his like the, it's until kind of
1: the Hitchcockian thing where yeah, it's
0: yeah. Just, like, you don't see the threat, you just see the tease and the yeah. threats. So like, oh, there's a claw there. Oh, there, there, there. <makes noise> nuclear breath. Yeah. And then the the, the the finale of the movie is Godzilla fighting off these two aliens and just throwing down because he's yeah. like, now he's like steroid Godzilla. He's not yeah. he's yeah. not a guy in a suit Godzilla. It's Royzilla. I was like, Ugh. "He's not gecko Godzilla. He's yeah. like I'm I'm swolezilla. I went to the gym. <laughs> so- I got my PEDs. I don't have a neck." <laughs> I'm strong. Well, <laughs> I'm just throwing good. dudes around. Because <laughs> there was that, and then, and then they kind of remedied that what two years ago with the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, where like oh we got this awesome. Yes. Yep. They had a whole bunch of.
1: So it's not just your age because Godzilla keeps. It keeps coming, coming back,
0: back, but I, I feel yeah. like, like but it, it's like a special place in and my heart. And it
1: was great. It was like this part of my time.
0: Yeah, this time God King of the Monsters was awesome, and then. And so they did Kong Skull Island, which I had not watched. I'm going to have to try to find, like, oh, I want to sit and watch that. apparently, like, he's like, a younger Kong. Right, like, he was right. smaller. Like, in this movie, he was, yeah. he grew bigger. He was Godzilla-sized yeah. for, for the fight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Godzilla came and Awesome. We saw that. was like, that was one of the last movies, one of the few movies you saw in the theater before, while yeah. you were pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. You were totally pregnant yeah. for, for that one. Yeah, Kong's Gun Island. Yeah, apparently I have to watch that. I kept I remember hearing a lot of good things about that, and so we saw, and then of course we have to get to Oh Godzilla versus Kong, yeah. and uh, it was really cool. I it was a lot of fun because because I think the thing I was saying, I, I say it's I think it's special to my age because there's a lot of like movie reviewers who try to think oh no well, this movie had no plot blah 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 blah. It's like. And I and, because I was talking to Bob and Cal about today, and I saw, you know, people who go to this movie and expecting art, it's like going to McDonald's expecting filet mignon. Mm, right. <laughs> it's like, if you're walking into this movie and thinking, oh, I'm watching this movie for the plot and the dialogue, no, you watch this movie because you want to see freaking Godzilla get smacked in the face by a giant monkey and then turn around and blast him in the back with a freaking nuclear blast. Nuclear <laughs> and then... And then see both of them fight spoiler. And you know, it's a freaking what? The, the, the spoiler, which I called like 10 minutes into the movie, I leaned over to and I'm like, oh, there's gonna be blah blah blah. There's
1: gonna be spoiler
0: <laughs> There's gonna be spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I saw, I was like, oh. Oh, because then I'm like, yeah. got, I, was, I was telling Richard, I'm like, oh, there's like, a, like, if you've been watching Godzilla movies like your whole life, oh, it's like, oh, it's only obvious where they're going to go next. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Did you think that it was going
1: to end the way it
0: did? Uh, kind of, that that they're going to have to be like, they're going to have to maybe be like, oh, we're bros. We got to freaking team up, you know? Yeah. Who <laughs> did it? Roidzilla and... <laughs> Roidzilla and freaking super smart Kong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freaking sign language Kong. Yeah. Kids. Sign language Kong and and, and Steroid Zilla. I, I loved Godzilla's like facial expressions know, throughout, like, cause he was kind of like you like he was kind of a dick,
1: <laughs> but <is>. he, was <laughs> Godzilla
0: has,
1: like, he. has like. has roid rage, he has facial
0: expressions. It's like. Rex, got a
1: little. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's funny because like yeah, his arms are not that like big. Like, he was doing a lot of like working yeah, with tail. his tail oh, and yeah. freaking.
1: But the breath, throwing his body
0: his breath breath, breath.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the fights were so great I, I was just like I think the, the the final battle I was like I don't know if you, you caught me I was just like just in awe oh, yeah. throughout the whole final battle yeah. I was like this is I I can't have imagined like little kid me would just like watch this and be like explode I'm like
1: this is amazing look at the
0: the way they're fighting because like in the old movies it was all just kind of stuck.
1: Suits. <laughs> the, the poor Snipping Japanese dude in the
0: rubber suit and swinging the tail around and like, mm. like I think my favorite thing is like like when Godzilla would get thrown it was just his arms would be up and his legs would be able to be sliding across on his tail yeah. it was so I'm like campy it was so campy but still endearing that would be like what me and Richard are saying like all this stuff like it was it was wacky I and mean, but it was like oh it was ours it was endearing I mean, the old oh, Daniel says he misses the old screechy scream now yeah yeah he doesn't scream anymore now it's just like
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> nuclear breath and you just see the things light up and.
1: Yeah. they charge up it's crazy
0: the charge up sound is like weird to me yeah and then when when when, when spoiler came out and they had to like fight the 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 spoiler move so cool it was like again also not like not just a big lumbering clunk 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 it was like like a like a freaking so smooth it was so cool it was like watching like a, a a kaiju MMA fight yeah it it was fun. So like people who who, who watch this movie and like oh this was so pointless. I'm like this movie is not for you. I mean, right <laughs> It's like go I don't know why I like seeing New Zealand kid. Always, I don't
1: know his name. Oh, oh I I, I always forget his name. Like
0: he was adorable. In, uh, he was in Deadpool too. he mm-hmm. was in Hunt for the Wilder People, mm-hmm. I feel like he was in something else, mm-hmm. and then yeah, he, he was, was yeah. and, and he was Tapwater, tap <laughs> I don't know what his name yeah. was, he was Tapwater, tap and then he, he was had great. freaking, he had Eleven, Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh, forgot who said tap it, it was water. funny, like, someone else said were like, yeah. Kong, uh, you know, yes. Kong, Kong was to no one, except the little girl, yeah, <laughs> That's right. what uh, Ryan Tanaka said that. The little girl with her, you know, sign, signing to her in Kong. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah they, they really made Kong kind of like the baby face in, in the movie. He was just kinda like, you know, he's like, hey, he just wants to be home, you know? He's like...
1: Mm-hmm. He's, done. He's, he's done.
0: he's tired. He's done. He's tired. He's trying to protect this little girl from everything that's going on.
1: He's gone in so many battles.
0: Yeah, it looks like he just, like, you know, I'm on the little Skull Island, he was just, like, just fucking up other big things. Yeah. I love when they when they got to like Hollow Earth like he fights something and just rips off its head. It's like, 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 he's like he's eating its freaking yeah. neck and brains out. It was yeah. like, I thought
1: he was a vegetarian.
0: Well, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, but yes, not. Uh, if you have HBO Max, you have eleven more days. It's going to go away uh, April thirtieth. If, if you have HBO Max, uh, I I if and you enjoy. The, the, the fine art of Kaiju on Kaiju combat <laughs> mm. I, I highly recommend it it's it it the plot is ridiculous that 11 from stranger things they and, and, and two other people they get from uh, freaking Florida to Hong Kong in like an hour or half an hour or something. Yeah, you, so using weird. using Elon Musk's series of Magnetic
1: magnets. Buses. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'll see Ryan you're looking for I, I, I too am looking forward to Mortal Kombat I, I, I'm wondering how that's gonna oh, yeah. that's also gonna be on HBO all these cool movies are on, on HBO Max yeah. all these cool movies and then later on we get Suicide Squad and then what Matrix 4 I don't know how Matrix 4 is gonna be but I'm gonna watch it <laughs> heaven knows I mean Keanu's in it I'm in <laughs> you got my two hours you got my two hours I'm in I know the wife's all in for Suicide Squad although John Cena she can stand
1: Mm-hmm. Give, it.
0: Me. <laughs> give her, give her all the John Cena. Give me, give me. I, 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 showed wife uh the 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 Fast Nine trailer. Oh, want to see that? My wife really likes John Cena. Yeah. She can't see him, but she likes it. <laughs> yup. <laughs> like she didn't. Like, I don't think she knew that that John was in Fast Nine. I'm like, no, you have to watch this trailer. You have to trust me. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, we watch trailer and all of a sudden you just see da, da, da,
1: da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> Dom's brother because <laughs> yes. like you know the running joke of, the, of those movies is like I don't know if you've ever watched any of the Fast and Furious movies but <laughs> the running joke is like, it's like Vin Diesel the, the most important thing to be his family my family all, all those other race cars the okay. race drivers are all his family Oh boy. And then like you got like his you know, apparently he has a brother that he turned his back on, Juan Cena. Like, contractually obligated, I'm supposed to do that every time. And it's like oh, he turned his back on family. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like like these movies have amused me to no end. I haven't watched uh, Fate of the Furious, but I've watched all the other ones. <laughs>
1: Speaking of things you're watching, what else did
0: you watch? We watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you're not watching this show, I I'm sorry. I, I there's nothing I can do for you. I mean, this is just amazing. Yeah. I, I, I just I I keep trying not to think about it because I I, I, I want to forget that it's I have to wait four more days to get to the mm-hmm. <laughs> to the end of this. It, there is, it's, it's been five amazing episodes and the sixth one yeah. is coming up and I I want to know what's in the suitcase. I I want to know. What bootleg shield friggin' John Walker's making. Uh, uh, it, it, is Bucky gonna go make amends with that poor little Japanese man? Uh, I, I, There's so many things. What is friggin' Elaine doing in this show?
1: <laughs> um, and
0: just so like, no, what's gonna happen with the boat? Yeah, the boat. <laughs> what are they gonna do with the boat? Are they gonna fix the boat? <laughs> This, I, I No, this show has just been like, it really is kind of like the opposite of WandaVision. I mean, it's good in a different way, where WandaVision was just kind of intriguing, and like, I we, we, like, we were kind of like, because I remember Jai was just lost every week, but I'm, I, I'm lost, but I'm interested. Yeah. He was lost every week, that's how he felt. I was just intrigued, I was like, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going right, to happen? Where yeah. this one's like, things are happening, things are happening, things are happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, uh, see I, I, I agree, Monica. I, I, I think it's going to be a, a Captain America suit, but with wings. <laughs> a Cap- I think the suitcase is going to be a Captain America suit, but with the Falcon wings. Mm. Because that's what happened in the comics. <laughs> I don't, they don't always follow the comics, though. They, they, they don't always follow the comics, but I think it's going to be a cool-ass like mix of the Falcon suit with, uh, with the Captain America colors. That's, a, that's what I'm hoping yeah. isn't in the case. That's like, oh, man. Like I, I tweeted out a picture from the comics. I'm like, oh, this so better be...
1: Captain Falcon?
0: Be. Yeah. Or Captain... Uh, yeah. Captain Falcon. <laughs> Captain Falcon. Falcon Punch! That's totally for my <laughs> gamer friends there. There's a Cap- There's a character in Smash Brothers called Captain Falcon. <laughs> he wears a helmet. He's a race car driver. Oh. And he yells out, Falcon Punch! The, 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 the Yeah, that's a... Yeah, i see. See, Monica. You yeah. See, Monica. You you didn't even know, and you had a good guess. <laughs> Monica's like, it's a capsuit. I'm like, yeah, it's. It, this one, it does feel like that's that's the one thing that's been like every episode. There has been like a really deep cut from a comic in this show. Like in these, in each of these episodes, there's been like some super deep, freaking. Not like a B side from a freaking popular album. This is what I was saying earlier. Like oh, yeah. it's there's been a freaking like track from before they were famous. Like because mm-hmm. like like in this last episode we had freaking Julia Luis mm-hmm. Dreyfus show up, and she's freaking Contessa... Val See, I don't even know the name. I know yeah. who her character is. Val. Val, Val Valeria de la Fontaine. That's she was in the comic books. She was like a big person within Shield, but it turned out oh she was also a bad guy too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which way they're gonna play with it with her character. Is she gonna be a villain? Is she gonna be in, tra- like, whatever the new Hydra is, or is she with Shield? Because in the comics, she was Nick Fury's girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the cameo that they built up before. I'm like, hey, look, it's fight Vi- it's President Selena Meyer. Because that's the way my brain works. But I was just like my 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 jaw hit the ground. I'm like, what? It's like, no. And they gave her a really, uh, they gave her. This is a really big character in the background. It's not like a Contessa Valeria Allegra de Fontaine. Thank you, Warren. <laughs> yes, Ryan. She did become Madame Hydra. <laughs> That's the other thing. I was like, oh, she was in charge of Shield, and like the she was in charge of the FEM Force, but she was also Madame Hydra later on. Mm-hmm. Like, because as as we, as we found out through the movies and in the comics, oh, Shield was actually. Hydra in disguise, it was Hydra all along (laughs) that's right, I have those books, uh, the Jonathan Hickman Secret Warriors books, where like, oh Contessa was, uh, turned out to be Madame Hydra, what the F, so I don't know, the the books tend to, like, tweak everything, you maybe Zemo creates his own thunderbolts because Daniel Brule has killed it, like, what's gonna happen to Zemo (laughs) I know he's currently trapped with the, the Dora Milaje but. <laughs> What's gonna happen to Zemo? His character went from like creepy dude in Civil War to like, hey, this guy's actually kind of cool. He's, he's a little too cool for Zemo now. There, there's so much going on. I, I'm just like so excited. Like, like, like I said, each episode, like, it, was, it was like. It was the second or third episode where like, they, they visited. Uh, well, God, I, Isaiah. Uh, oh man, what was his name? Do you remember what his last name was, honey? Because I'm the one supposed to know all this stuff. The, the 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 old black Captain America who had super soldiers of their own. It was like Isaiah something. Oh man, I'm not Isaiah Washington, but no. oh yeah, no, no, he's the Isaiah Bradley. Thank you, thank you, Warren. Yeah, Isaiah Bradley. That's a, that was like a that was like a deep cut. <laughs> he's a creepy Ewan McGregor. <laughs> he is still creepy but like there's just like they keep giving him funny things to say and I'm like I'm not supposed to I think that that, that's what's really bothering me I'm not supposed to like Baron Zeno Baron Zeno's supposed to be baddies of a baddie but I'm enjoying him being an asshole on this show Turkish Delight (laughs) is my it's my son's favorite (laughs) don't trust those guys He's such a dick but he's like weirdly cool I don't understand why the Zemo dance but they, they, they put a 10 uh, that's an hour version of it um, on YouTube somewhere Marvel did. I know the guy who probably okayed that <laughs> uh, over at uh, the, the president of, of digital services or digital media but yeah I, I'm like I'm really uh, I can't wait to see how they Wrap all this up John Walker becomes U.S. agent or whatever nonsense they're gonna have him do. See, uh, Falcon. Oh, this Falcon Captain America. Man, <laughs> I love singing Black Sheep to my son, so I'm conflicted on team <laughs> Ryan. I uh, yeah no, like ah uh, Zemo is yeah is this, this whole show from every episode has just been like what what what, what? I, I just crazy I mean uh, that does freaking Agent Thirteen and freaking <gasps> Sharon Carter does she work for the power broker what the f and then yeah in a month we get Loki and that's gonna be a whole freaking. <gasps> I, I was having a discussion with, with, with a friend on, 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 on yeah, Facebook comments other so time about, where, what happened to Captain America? Did he die? And I was like, I think he went back to the other timeline. And then someone someone said, uh, no, if you ask the writers, he was in the current timeline. If you ask the directors, he went back to the king. He, he lived in another timeline. So it's all fiction, so it's whatever you want to believe. <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, Agent Thirteen hired, freaking uh, Batroc, GSP. So like, what the fuck? Like, is Agent Thirteen the power broker? Does she work for the power broker? What the fuck? She's been gone. She's been on the run for five years since the end of Civil War. So like, she's she might be the power broker. She's been you know messing with them the whole time because she's like, she's trying to get her hands on the freaking Super Soldier Serum. There's still so much. Like I'm sure there's at least another hour of this that we're, were going to cut through this onion and there's going to be more layers to this onion. It's been so good. It's a trap. That's great right, Monica. It's a trap. It's a trap. So intrigued. I just, oh, like, like Again, just, just like, you know, I remember before Captain America the Winter Soldier came out, and I was like, oh, it's a Captain America movie. We'll, we'll see how this." And then like, we, we we all see it like, whoa, this is one of the best freaking, this is one of the best freaking movies come out. And, like, oh. and then coming up to this show, it's like, oh, okay, this is going to be cool. It's going to be more like a Marvel movie, I'm sure. But then it's been so much better than that. I don't know. <laughs> I get uh I, I, I can't believe how good this has been. I I am gonna happily rewatch it and just enjoy it all the way through again and again. I'm gonna just in between my breaks at work. I'm just gonna be like watching it a few minutes at a time on my phone. <laughs> it's just like it's been it's been so good. Just like Anthony Mackie has been freaking killing it the entire show. Like it, it's funny because like apparently like. Uh, <laughs> A lot. A lot of the publicists I I worked with, they did not like dealing with him because he is like a party animal. (laughs) He's a wild guy, IRL. (laughs) But he has been so good on the show. He's just like he's like nailed it. He has been, uh, yeah, Sebastian Stan. He's been amazing too. You you think back like this? Yeah, like his whole arc from, you know, the first Captain America movie. All the way to this, it's just been—it's—it's it's been freaking great. No, like, uh, like what a time to be a nerd! It's just like all this great content and like stuff that I—I I never thought that would make it from the comics onto the screens. Just like, there's been so many things that just been like, oh, I—I'm glad. <laughs> well, Daniel pearl has been really good. Nick. I, I feel like the, the, the this last episode was like really heavy for uh, for Anthony Mackie. He was carrying this last episode a lot. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Bucky's character arc is truly. Amazing. I, I'm so glad that it, it was it was translated to the big screen. I remember when they when they showed Bucky die in the in the first Cat movie. I'm like, oh man, are they sending up Winter Soldier? I'm like, uh, like I remember I remember like telling. Pete Mullaney, way back in what? That was like 2009, or. or I don't know whether. I forget what. That was Oh no, nine. 09. That was like 2010 or 2011. Like, right? Like, the year before the Avengers movie. So I was like 2011. And I remember telling Pete, I'm like, dude, are they sending out Winter Soldier? Do you, think, do you think that's a possibility? And then fast forward a couple years later, like, i whoa, they really are. They're doing it. They're doing the Winter Soldier thing. And just. It kept it going. I, I, I was explaining to. They also like, on the comic books, they like, they totally, like, just, like, Cap had to grab this Cosmic Cube and put it up to Bucky's head to clean up his head. See, and in the movies, like, send him to Wakanda. Wakandans <laughs> will fix his brain. <laughs> and it, it's just been, yeah, I don't know, so many things that the the, 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 the visual medium of movies, because, you know, for, for years, trans, trans, the transition from like a, a comic to a movie has been kind of like weird a bit. Like you know, think of like Batman eighty nine. That was like probably one of the better comic movies. But so a lot of the other stuff all around it. I remember like the first Spider Man movie being, oh, that movie was really cool for you know nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. And then but like you go back and rewatch it, and it's like, oof, Sam Raimi made some choices. Uh, I hope he's making a lot better choices right now on. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I like to think he's evolved as a filmmaker <laughs> in 20 years But like I, I remember going back as like Spider-Man 1 and I was like, oh uh, Like, like uh, I think it was a lot, you know, <laughs> a camping trip can fix decades of brainwashing <laughs> uh, Like it's a five-year camping trip <laughs> Uh, there's like, yeah, Green Lantern, exactly the Ryan Reynolds movie. Oof, yeah. You think back like how campy and like weird. Oh, the Flash movie started shooting today with the Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, jeez. Oh, there's, I don't know. There's there's a lot more stuff now, and I feel like, for whatever reason, like the one character who I I didn't think they'd be able like because the whole Captain America and like the whole thing with Captain America. I, I remember like going, oh, go, there's no way. They can make Captain America work in the modern day, like because in the comic books they had struggled making Captain America relevant up until the guy who wrote the Winter Soldier stuff, this guy Ed Brubaker, like however many years ago, uh, he started writing Captain America and, he made, and it was really good. I wouldn't, I bought all the collected editions, the trade paperback's of the stuff that Ed, Ed Brubaker had, had wrote, and he made Cap relevant, and a lot of that stuff kind of fed into the films, and I was like, oh man, these Cap, I don't know about these Cap movies, I'm like. And each of these Captain America movies. Freaking Captain America, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and all that, how kind of this all fed into uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like, I feel like, it's like they, they kept that same kind of tone from Winter Soldier where these are just, it's not a comic book movie or comic book show. It's a show with comic book elements. It's like a good quality show with elements of this fantastical universe, but it feels a lot more grounded, especially the way Falcon and Winter Soldier has been tackling you know, race a lot. The, the, the disparity. It's like, it's the stuff that like the, the stuff that all the, the white people have been uncomfortable watching. I'm like, yeah, there's a reason you're uncomfortable, because this is what reality looks like. <laughs> there's a lot of fucked up shit. That uh, people, a lot of people don't want to deal with. They, they don't want to face the reality of how shit's been fucked up for non-whites for a very long time. <laughs> and uh it's just been so good. It's just like I, 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 I never thought I'd see this kind of quality stuff. I, I, I when I'm like oh, oh you, know, you think back like oh, you know, Blade. And, uh, yeah, there's a bank loan scene, but there's there, no, there's there's a scene with um, Isaiah Bradley in the, this last episode where it's talking about like how can a you know a black man be Captain America? There's, there's, they've they've been tackling it throughout the whole series. It's uh, a a lot of like it's it, it, it for a show about you know super soldiers and flying guys. It, it's very grounded in a lot of like aspects of like. Of the world, and that's like I think that's the where I really, I really enjoy it. But I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are turned off by it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch a show about politics. I'm like, dog, it's freaking cat. We're talking about Captain America. <laughs> it's like one of the dumbest takes I see on Twitter all the time. I'm like I don't want Paul po- I don't I don't watch Captain America for politics. I'm like motherfucker, it's a government. <laughs> Created, superhero, you think it ain't gonna deal with politics, you rubes? <laughs> it's, it breaks my brain how dumb some people <laughs> or dense people can be about nerd shit. How they don't know like a lot of this stuff is about reality. We, we talked about you know a couple weeks. We have talked about it here all the time. <laughs> a lot of a lot of. This stuff deals with social issues. It just some people choose to see them, and some people choose not to. And I think that's why one of one of the many reasons the show has been like excellent. And uh, I don't want to sound like one of those those typical YouTube. You're like, oh, I I'm gonna be very disappointed if this show doesn't get nominated for a bunch of stuff. I mean, I I honestly will be a little disappointed. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to make a whole video about it and rant about, oh, the winter falcon was robbed. But this is good. Really, really good. But Wow, I've gone very long. (laughs) See? Once I get all emotional about stuff, it's Black Falcon. (laughs) I get emotional about stuff when I start... Really going on a roll here. Uh, thank you, everyone. So many of you stuck through it with, and, and, and thankfully the Facebook app didn't crash on me. It's that's been a big frustration of mine that Facebook app has been crashing on me unexpectedly, cutting off the show. Especially with a couple weeks ago, where it cut me off halfway, and we basically lost everybody but Ryan. <laughs> um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you end up listening to this via the audio version, uh, make sure. Follow us at Dre GB Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook if you're not watching. Obviously, all of you right here, you already follow me if you're watching me live. But if you're not watching this live, um, Facebook.com, for slash podcast uh, YouTube, you can go back and catch a lot of our stuff. I'm, I'm still archiving a lot of uh, the old stuff onto our YouTube page, but a lot of, more of the current stuff is going up on there. I have a lot of gaming, there's gaming videos that are happening now on a regular basis. I get to work early now, I shut the door of my office, and I'll, I'll play something for like 10-15 minutes. And I, I stream it live on our gaming, we have a gaming page. I try to link some of those videos back over to our Facebook page, but they all go, also go to our YouTube page, Dre's Geek Philosophy, on YouTube. And, as usual, like our good friends Daniel and Ryan, if you want to join them and be patrons of our show. Patreon.com Philosophy if you want to contribute financially to this endeavor it's a it's a it's not free to keep all this stuff up like especially the the podcast side if you want to if you want to help help out that way that is an option at Patreon.com if, if you can't I, I, it's all good but if you can I thank you Ryan and and and, and Daniel I thank you guys for your contributions to help me pay for the SoundCloud account to keep the podcast going every year. <laughs> I just paid that bill uh, a few weeks ago for, for SoundCloud. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Uh, let's, let's just go down the line here. Warren, Monaco, Ryan, Daniel. Uh, see, I feel like Ryan Rolando was watching earlier. I don't, I don't know if he's still watching. Everyone who was, who was contributing here. Damon who was also watching. I knew there was another one. Uh, thank you so much everyone who's, who's watching live you got, The fact that you guys contribute uh, While I, this is live makes my life so much easier and so I'm, I don't feel like I'm just talking into the void I'm just uh, I have people here who I'm conversing with because the, the show was a lot easier back when I had uh, Pete or Sam or Rosa here to, to, to Banter back and forth but because I'm able to banter with you guys right here with my live viewers you guys make it i oh, make my life infinitely easy, easier, and I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for watching live. We'll catch you guys next week. Catch the video the gaming videos. I've been doing them every Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> See you next time. Have a good night. All right, is this still recording over here? Are you still recording? Testies, testies, one, two, three. Yes, of course you've been recording. An hour and 17 minutes. Good done If you've gone this deep, then Thank you. Good night. Good night.